Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Law of Attraction Roundtable. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today, we have another episode of the Law of Attraction Book Club. We're doing a perception of reality, and this episode is Chapter 5, Emotions, Section 1 and 2. So I hope you'll have a good time with this, and sorry I haven't done one in a while, but we'll get back on schedule here. We've been super busy with all the boot camps and the retreats and all that stuff, so a lot of good stuff is happening here. If you'd like to help this podcast, please like and subscribe to it and share it with your friends. And if you want more information about Joshua, please visit theteachingsofjoshua.com. This book, which is Joshua's first book, A Perception of Reality, is available on Amazon. Just search my name, Gary Temple Bodley. And if you'd like to contact me for anything, my email is garybodley at gmail.com. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Bye. Chapter five, emotions. Everything is right, nothing is wrong. You are exactly where you intended to be at this moment in time. You are fine. If you could freeze this moment in time, you would realize that. However, time for you does not allow for the inspections of moments. You see time as a continuous flow of moment after moment, but in the moment, everything is right. Your life is a series of moments that give you the illusion of time. It is like a film strip that is made up of many photos and when played one after the other, you receive the impression of movement and an unfolding story. But in each moment, everything is fine. You are well, abundant, and fulfilled in each moment. It's the illusion of time that creates discord within. If you could stop time and examine a moment, you would change your perception of your reality. When you are able to change your perception, you actually change your reality. Let's examine this moment right now. Let's pretend you can stop time. What do you see? What do you notice? What do you feel? Are you, in this moment, sitting in a chair or lying in your bed? Are you alive? If so, you are fine. If not, you are also fine, and everything is still right. Are you breathing? Is your heart beating? Do you have an abundance of air to breathe and an abundance of blood to flow through your heart? Have you had enough food to eat, or are you starving? Have you had enough water to drink, or are you dying from thirst? Do you have an abundance of light? Is the temperature right, or are you freezing in this moment? Are you focusing on all that is right, or is your focus elsewhere? Where is your focus as we ask these questions regarding uh, the present moment in time? You see that all is right. You have an abundance of air to breathe into your lungs, and blood to flow through your heart. You have enough food to eat and water to drink. You have an abundance of light. You are warm in this moment. You are still alive. Nothing is wrong. Let's broaden the picture and explore the moment. The world outside your window is all right as well. The sun is shining on your planet. The trees are growing. The birds are chirping. The animals are alive. The people of the world in this moment are flooded with well-being. In this moment, as time has been eliminated and there are no more moments, everything is fine. The illusion of anything being less than right is the focus of your attention away from the well-being that is and toward a condition that is not manifested. The discord you feel within is due to your focus away from all that is right. You are either focused on unwanted things or you are focused on the lack of something you desire. Otherwise, all would be fine in the moment. It's your focus that causes discord within. You have the choice in any moment in time to focus on the well-being that exists or on something else. It's your choice. If you focus on the well-being that's inherent in any moment, you will not feel discord. You will feel ease and comfort. Your focus away from the well-being that is within any moment causes a variety of unpleasant emotions. These unpleasant emotions, whether they are anger, frustration, envy, jealousy, resentment, despair, depression, worry, etc., are your indication that you are not focused on the well-being of the moment. Pleasant feeling emotions indicate that you are aware of the well-being of the moment. Your focus is on the positive aspects of any situation, whether it is in the present, past, or future. You could conjure a memory of the past and experience a pleasant emotion. You could focus your attention on the dog sitting at your feet and feel a pleasant emotion. You could think about an event that is to happen in the future, maybe Christmas morning, and feel positive thoughts. So what are the differences between pleasant feeling emotions and unpleasant feeling emotions? 
They are indicators of your current, in-the-moment focus. If you are focused on anything you perceive as wrong or bad, you experience unpleasant emotions. If you are focused on anything you perceive as right and good, you experience pleasant emotion. Therefore, emotions are simply an indication of your current focus. The more pleasant or unpleasant the emotion, the more you perceive the object of your attention as good or bad, right or wrong. If you feel hatred, something has captured your attention that you feel strongly about as being bad or wrong. If you're in love with something, then you feel strongly that it's good or right. Since there is no wrong in the universe, your unpleasant emotions let you know that you're off track regarding this subject. Your perspective is not allowing you to see that whatever it is has positive aspects that you cannot or choose not to see. Since everything in the universe is right the way it is, when you love something, you are seeing the full, complete rightness of whatever you are focusing on. When you witness a birth, you might experience joy. You see the full wonder of life and the possibilities for the baby to explore a world that is new and fresh. When you witness a death, you might feel grief as you perceive it as a loss. In the case of death, your focus is on the negative aspects of the situation and not the positive aspects. What are the positive aspects of death? When you witness a death, you could see that life experience was lived, however brief, and that all life experience is good. You could choose to understand there is no death, only life after life. You could realize that there is no loss or separation. You could know that there is only love and even deeper connection, just on another level of reality. It is how you choose to perceive any situation that causes positive or negative emotion. You can choose to see the positive in everything, or you can choose to see the negative in anything. Your emotion lets you know where your focus lies. Given the choice, would you prefer to feel positive emotion or negative emotion? You would surely choose positive emotion. What does that mean? Does it mean you are physically meant to feel positive emotion over negative emotion? Is this the way physical reality was designed from the start? If the universe was trying to tell you something, to guide you in one direction over the other, could it pick a better method? If you knew that emotion is just an indicator of your focus, and you realize that positive emotion and negative emotion are simply choices you make in the moment, then you could change your perspective on any situation. When you change your perception, you actually change your life. It's that simple. Chapter 5, Section 2. Emotions, as indicators of focus, are valuable tools in delivering the manifested reality of your dreams. Emotions are to be felt fully in the moment and not suppressed. Highly emotional people have a head start toward understanding the process compared to those who show or feel little emotion. If you are lucky enough to be blessed with an abundance of emotion within you, rejoice, for this is a wonderful gift. If you feel little emotion in your day-to-day -day life, try to go deeper and be more analytical regarding your feelings of emotion at any point in time. Always try to increase your awareness of the emotions as they happen. Manifestation events often bring out great rushes of emotion. If you observe a manifestation event and feel great joy, success, understanding, interest, pride, love, relief, etc., your focus is on the positive aspects of that event. If you feel anger, frustration, uneasiness, apathy, or indignation as a result of a manifestation event, you are focused on the negative aspects of the event and you are resisting the message within it. It's your choice either way. It has nothing to do with the event itself. It has only to do with your focus. You can choose to see the positive aspects of anything or the negative aspects of anything. You are blessed with free will. If positive emotions feel good and negative emotions feel bad, why would you ever dwell on the negative aspects of anything and incur the wrath of a bad feeling emotion? It's because you have forgotten that this guidance system was in place when you were born. However, it's a thrill to remember it now. As you have progressed in your life experience thus far, you have had many good feeling emotions and many bad feeling emotions. Hopefully, you've had more good than bad. Either way, due to your observance of others in your society, you've never pondered on why good feeling emotions feel better than bad feeling emotions. You may never have considered that it's your perspective on any subject that initiates the good or bad feeling emotion. It's really as simple as that. 
Your perspective on a subject initiates an emotion within, and that emotion is the indication of the focus, either positive or negative, and the strength of that focus. If you're observing an event and you feel bored, that is an indication that you perceive the event in a mildly negative way. If you perceive the same event with some interest, that means you are seeing some positive aspects of the event. If you're observing an event and you feel rage, you are intensely focused on the most negative possible aspects of the event. If you're focused on an event and you feel sheer joy, then you are focused solely on the most positive aspects of the event. You are in total control of your focus always, no matter what the event. You can choose to see the positive or negative side of anything. Some events seem to be intrinsically more likely to inspire positive emotions over negative emotions. This too is an illusion because due to your current perception point, which includes your current state of emotional being, you have the ability to choose to see the negative or positive aspects of any event. Let's say the event is your daughter's wedding. You can choose to focus on the joyful aspects of the event or the painful aspects of the event. And you can choose to focus on both positive and negative aspects simultaneously. As the parent, you may focus on the negative aspects of the wedding. You are losing your child to another man. You are sharing her with another family. She is moving out of your house. You will see less of her. Her attention is now removed from you and placed on another. Each of these aspects of your focus initiates a negative emotion of some sort and intensity. Now let's focus on the positive aspects of the wedding. You are gaining a son and new members of your family. Your daughter is starting a wonderful new life. You will feel proud for her. You look forward to turning her room into your den. You anticipate the happiness that will come when she gives birth to your first grandchild. Good feeling emotions accompany each of these thoughts. Your emotional guidance system was designed to help you see the positive aspects of everything and remove your attention from the negative aspects of those same things. When you focus negatively on any subject, you add it to your vibration. When you focus positively on anything, you add the positive aspects to your vibration. Since you are here to create the life of your dreams, you want to experience the good in life and to lessen the experience of anything that is unwanted. Therefore, the more good you see, the more you, good you will receive. The more unwanted you notice, the more unwanted you will receive. It makes sense, doesn't it? Just for further clarification, let's take the example of an event that seems to be predisposed to one's focus on the negative aspects. You might recall seeing images of the civil rights demonstrations in the United States during the 1960s. Black and white Americans were marching for equality of the races. In certain areas of the country at the time, black Americans were treated differently than other races. During these marches, those in power would try to disperse the marches with fire hoses, attack dogs, and clubs. As you watch the events, either in person or on television, you could focus on many aspects of the event. You could see the people being brutalized and feel anger, despair, or pity, all unpleasant feeling emotions that indicate your focus of attention is squarely centered on the negative aspects of the event. Or you could see the people fighting for their rights and be inspired, which is a pleasant feeling emotion. You could see how they are moving the world forward towards peace and harmony and feel gratitude for their efforts. You could look into the future and see a time when the color of skin had nothing to do with the individual and that these brave people were paving the way toward a future where a black man would be elected president. The events themselves are neither negative or positive. It's the focus of your perception that matters. Your emotions are indicators of your focus. Your focus attracts and adds to your vibrational signal. The law of attraction responds to your vibrational signal and your life unfolds as a result of that signal. Focus your attention more on the positive aspects of every event and you will create a more positive life experience. Focus your attention more on the negative aspects of any event and you will include those negative aspects in your vibration and the law of attraction will show you more aspects of life that you deem negative. It's your choice. Hello everyone, welcome to the Law of Attraction Book Club. I'm your host, Gary Temple Bodley, and with me is my co-host, Tracy DeLuise. Hi, Tracy. Hello, Gary. Hello, a everyone. A whole bunch of Hi. other people. Hello. Hi, everyone. <laughs> All right, so today we're in chapter five. We're talking about emotions. This is A Perception of Reality, which was written in 2013 and 
part of 2014, and it's Joshua's first book. So, emotions. This is really interesting. If I just read this again today for the first time in years, and it's so interesting how right from the beginning, Joshua is pointing out the fact that everything is right. This is the basis of Joshua's teachings, and the first paragraph is, everything is right, nothing is wrong, you are exactly where you intended to be at this moment in time. You are fine. If you could freeze this moment in time, you'd realize that. However, time for you does not allow for the inspection of moments. You see time as a continuous flow of moment after moment, but in the moment, everything is right. So we're sitting here talking on a podcast with friends, and just in this moment, I'm in my office, it's a pretty warm day here in January, and I just turned 57, had my birthday this week. Today, in this moment, everything is fine. For all of you, everything is fine as well, right? Yes. Okay. I turned not 50 yet last week, but everything is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you could say, oh, 57, that's old, you know. <laughs> and that would be letting you know that you're you're paying attention to something that you are looking at it from a limited perspective. But from the higher perspective, everything is right. And our inner selves always maintain that higher perspective. Okay, your life is a series of moments to give you the illusion of time. It's like a film that is made up of many photos and when played one after the other, you receive the impression of movement and an unfolding story. But in each moment or each frame, everything is fine. You are well, abundant and fulfilled in each moment. It's the illusion of time that causes discord. If you could stop time and examine a moment, you would change your perception of reality. When you are able to change your perception, you actually change your reality. Let's examine this moment right now. Let's present, pretend you can stop time. What do you see, what do you notice, and what do you feel? And if we are focused in the present moment, in that moment, we feel good because there is nothing wrong in this moment. Now, we might be thinking about what we're doing later on, and there might be a little discord in that, something that we might not want to do or, or something we think we should do, but we're putting it off. We may look at a previous moment or something in our past, and we may say that was wrong, and that thing that happened in the past caused me to live this life that isn't fulfilled. And so we have regret for things we didn't do or maybe resentment for someone else who we perceived did something to us. But actually, everything that happened in the past is made up of a series of perfect moments. And this is one of the keys of engaging the law of attraction, is to realize that the moment is perfect. And that because it's, it's manufactured based on our vibration, everything in this moment's perfect. So we have a few people on this call. And if I thought, oh, it'd be better if we had 100 people on this call, then I would be focused on some imperfection in this moment. And that would cause a discord because my inner self says, the number of people that you do have on the call is perfect. But from our perspective, we tend to have some attachment to what we think would be preferable. But what is actually happening is perfect. And so if there was another person on this call, then this call would be different than it is. And if that happened, that'd be perfect too. But since it's happening exactly as it is now, we have to accept that this moment is perfect, that there is nothing wrong in the moment at all. And if there's nothing wrong in the moment, or if the moment is unable to be changed, because it is as it is, well, it's sort of like looking at the Mona Lisa. The Mona Lisa, we would say, I wouldn't change a thing in that painting. Therefore, that painting is perfect. Well, if you can't change something, then you must accept that it's perfect. You can't change any moment in the past. You can't change this present moment because it's already occurred. And so you must look at all of that as perfect because it led us here. So if the past is perfect and the present is perfect, that also means that every single future moment will be perfect too. This is really the higher thinking about the law of attraction. The understanding of the perfection 
in all previous moments, in the current moment, and all future moments. And if you receive something in a future moment, that's perfect, whether you think it's good or bad. And if you don't receive something in the future moment, that too is perfect because it's, because it's working out perfect, perfectly for you, whether you can see it as perfect or not. And so if we see it as perfect, we are going to feel positive emotion. And if we see it as imperfect or flawed, we will receive negative emotion. That's an interesting system, isn't it? This is what the emotions are doing. They're our guidance system. Have you guys ever thought of that before? Yeah, well, obviously going through the boot camp, of course, you know, uh, learning that is fabulous. And um, <clears throat> listening to this uh, meditation the other day, this guy talks about your emotions and he says, your emotions are like children. They want to be seen and heard. So, you know, recognize them and, you know, embrace them and just know that they're there for you to tell you something. Exactly. So we don't really, you know, if we're not involved in law of attraction and Joshua's teachings, we may not think about these things and realize that they're guidance. Uh, Joshua continues, are you in this moment sitting in a chair or lying in bed? Are you alive? If so, you're fine. If not, you are also fine and everything is still right. Are you breathing? Is your heart beating? Do you have an abundance of air to breathe and an abundance of blood to flow through your heart? Have you had enough food to eat or are you starving? Have you had enough water to drink or are you dying from thirst? Do you have an abundance of light? Is the temperature right or are you freezing in this moment? Are you focusing on all that is right or is your focus elsewhere? Where is your focus as we ask these questions regarding the present moment in time? And so I can see all of you, so there's enough light and you're obviously breathing and your heart's pumping blood and you've probably all had enough to eat, you're not starving and none of you look to be freezing. So everything is right. <laughs> is anything wrong in this moment? Well, maybe you'd want something to be different, like. It's a cloudy day here. And so maybe I would say it would be better if it was sunny. And that's just, a, that's just an unempowering way to use my imagination. The more empowering way would be to say, the clouds are bringing some rain. It's actually nice and warm here. There is nothing wrong with that. And, you know, I'm inside. So it's sort of cozy here with the, being a little cloudy outside. It's absolutely our choice of focus. It's just your perception, yeah. Like you said this morning, the rain used to make you feel cozy and warm and, you know, you just got to find positive things about everything that's going on around you. Yeah, I grew up in, uh, well, from two to six, I was in Vancouver and Vancouver, in my memory, was cloudy all the time. And then we moved to San Diego where it was sunny all the time and I used to miss <laughs> the coziness of being indoors during the, the uh, cloudiness. Okay. So you see that all is right. You have an abundance of air to breathe into your lungs and blood to flow through your heart. You have enough food to eat and water to drink. You have an abundance of light. You are warm in this moment. You are still alive. Nothing is wrong. So let's broaden this picture and explore the moment. The world outside your window is all right as well. The sun is shining somewhere on the planet. The trees are growing. The birds are chirping. The animals are alive. The people of the world in this moment are flooded with well-being. In this moment, as time has been eliminated, and there are no more moments, everything is fine. So if you could freeze the moment, go everywhere on earth, you would, you would feel the well-beings flowing to the planet and to all life on the planet. But we could focus on wildfires in Australia, think that's a bad <laughs> thing, and see animals being, you know, caught in the fire and see that as terrible and the smoke rising into the atmosphere and see that as bad. But our perspective is limited. We don't know the bigger picture of where this is all leading. Okay. So the illusion of being less than right is the focus of your attention away from well-being that is and towards a condition that has not manifested. That's a lot of our worry. We're focusing on something in the future that might happen, that we fear happening, but has not happened, right? And that causes us to have this discord because your inner self is constantly reminding you that 
life is only lived in the present moment. And to take your focus away from the present moment and put it on something that hasn't actually happened is causing you to create a life that is not in alignment with who you truly are. And this just, at the very basis of this, doesn't feel good. We came here intending to feel good and to live in joy. And so when we worry about the future, we're taking ourselves out of the moment of joy and into some moment that may never happen. So it's your focus that causes the discord within. You have the choice in any moment in time to focus on the well-being that exists or on something else. It's your choice. If you focus on well-being that's inherent in any moment, you will not feel discord. You will feel ease and comfort. Your focus away from the well-being that is within any moment causes a variety of unpleasant emotions. These unpleasant emotions, whether they are anger, frustration, envy, jealousy, resentment, despair, depression, worry, etc., are your indication that you're not focused on the well-being of the moment. So it's just an indication of where your focus is because it's your focus that creates your reality. And this is the basic design of the system. Pleasant feeling indi uh, emotions indicate that you are aware of the well-being of the moment. Your focus is on the positive aspects of any situation, whether it is present, past, or future. You could conjure a memory of the past and experience a pleasant emotion. You could focus your attention on the dog sitting at your feet and feel a pleasant emotion. You could think about an event that is to happen in the future, maybe Christmas morning, and feel positive thoughts. So what's the difference between pleasant feeling emotions and unpleasant feeling emotions? They are indicators of your current in the moment focus. If you're focused on anything you perceive as wrong or bad, you experience unpleasant emotion. If you're focused on anything you perceive as right or good, you, are, you experience pleasant emotion. Therefore, emotions are simply an indication of your current focus. Since everything in the universe is right the way it is, when you love something, you are seeing the full, complete rightness of whatever you are focusing on. When you witness a birth, you might experience joy. You see the full wonder of life and the possibilities for the baby to explore a world that is new and fresh. When you witness a death, you might feel grief as you perceive it as a loss. In the case of death, your focus is on the negative aspects of the situation and not the positive aspects. That's interesting, isn't it? To think, you know, this is one of the things in the boot camp. One statement Joshua says is, "You will no longer cry at funerals," because we are learning how to cast our focus on the positive aspects of anything. So, what are the positive aspects of death? When you witness a death, you could see that life experience was lived, however brief and that all life experience is good. You could choose to understand there is no death, only life after life. You could realize there is no loss or separation. You could know that there is only love and an even deeper connection just on another level of reality. It's how you choose to perceive any situation that causes positive or negative emotion. You can choose to see the positive in everything or you can choose to see the negative in anything. Your emotion lets you know where your focus lies. So there's people though, or who are gonna argue with us that death is a bad thing and mm -hmm. that we are, are insensitive for not mourning one's death. Can you guys, I think like we're intellectually, I think we're at that level where we could go to a funeral and not grieve we could see the positive aspects but you never know until you really get there how you're going to feel you know right. but it is interesting if you choose to feel grief you must know that you're choosing to focus on a way that is not really true and it's just looking at limited aspects has anyone gone to a funeral recently or experienced some loss I went to a, um, a friend of mine died suddenly, not a close friend, but um, there was hundreds of people at the wake and everything. And, and I was sort of like feeling like I had to be a little sad just to be normal. But, um, but I really thought 
that was kind of a nice way to go. He just died of a heart attack. And if you're going to transition, it's just a shock for everyone that's still here. But yeah, I did have that kind of like, well, he just, he just proceeded into the next uh, dimension, you know? Yeah. When he was ready, at the right time, in the right way, mm. and quickly, without a lot of suffering. Yeah. yeah that, that's good. Mm -hmm. But even if, uh, you know, uh, Esther was talking about Jerry dying, and that took a while, but there were so many positive aspects of that, because had Jerry just died quickly, Esther would have not done Abraham anymore, she says. And this gave her time to get comfortable, you know, with this transition period. And they started also doing the remote feeds where Jerry could watch from home, you know, which is a new thing that they started doing. So, so she was able to see how much positive was in there. And that's someone close to you, you know, much easier when someone is just an acquaintance or someone's been lingering on the brink of death for a long time. And a lot of times that will happen so that we can, we can say, oh, it's, they're finally out of pain, you know. Yeah, or be able to get to see the the positive in it or, you know, just a way to calm yourself because, you know, as humans, we're going to feel, you know, a little bit of sadness, especially when somebody's so close to us and then, you know, they transition. You do. As a human, you're going to miss that interaction with them, you know, as a human being, you know, being alive. Um so yeah, like you said, to uh, uh, go through a situation where you have time to adjust and learn and you know, understand that, okay, this person may not be here you know, in two weeks or a month from now. And you, know, you can, it kind of gives yourself time to look at the positive aspects of it so that you're, you're not devastated, you know? you know what I mean? Yeah, did you um, listen to the Joshua Live from yesterday or were you there? where Josh was talking about uh, who asked that question. Jessica, about Jessica. the animals, yeah. Well, and then about her brother. So, oh, yeah, yeah. So Joshua was saying, you know, was your brother, were you holding hands with your brother 30 days before? Or what would happen if you didn't find out until, you know, a year after he died? That right. He wasn't there physically, but you perceived he was. And so that was you allowing yourself to feel like he was there even though he wasn't right. so what is this perception of life anyway right right yeah that's interesting it's and it's so it's interesting too because my daughter's puppy well he was almost two so it was yeah not quite puppy anymore but he was killed um in a car car accident well yeah he got hit by a car in front of her and she lives in utah and so I was told by my ex-husband who bought an airplane ticket that day and rushed down to be with her. And so I had to deal with a lot of, like, for me, it's incredible how something like that actually creates these opportunities for you to look at your limiting beliefs around being a good mother versus her dad was being, you know, the, the, he did the right thing. Um, you know, is that uncaring? And, and I, and I, think about um, Byron Katie talking, you know, doing the work and talking about uh, the fact that for me, that dog was in my mind like he was in my he wasn't here with me i you know i i don't see him maybe twice a year and so um it's very interesting those people live in our heads the right. majority of the time even if you live with somebody as soon as you turn your back they're not there anymore they're always up here but we are so set on this human form and how it means something. And then when it's gone, it means something else. And yeah, yeah. so it's very interesting how it all transpired over time. Yeah, totally. And it's interesting too, because now when an event like that happens, we are notified pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. My mother was in boarding school at age 16 in England and the family was in South Africa. And her dad died while she was in boarding school, but she didn't know about, learn about it. No one told her until she came back home six months later. 
Yeah. Right? So yeah, there was this time period. People get mad too, right? People get mad that they weren't told. Yeah. Like yeah. they could have done something differently instead of enjoyed life for an entire year. Yeah. Right. Well, my mother right. Was, my mother <laughs> always used that as proof of mm -hmm. something, right? Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Emotions as indicator of focus are valuable tools in delivering the manifested realty of your dreams. So the whole purpose of emotions is to let you know where your focus is. If your focus is on positive aspects fully, well, that means you're in alignment and you'll receive inspiration to move forward to the manifestation of your dreams. So positive emotion indicates that you're on your way to the manifestation of your dreams. Whether those dreams are, are things you think you want or whether the, they're the intentions you set prior to your birth but it's the most full representation of whatever your dreams are. So in order to manifest your dreams, and this, this isn't really how it is because we can't, we can't try and control the manifestation of anything, but it just lets you know that you're either on your path to your dreams or you're resisting the unfolding of your dreams by focusing on something you don't want. There's so much to this idea, but this is the very beginnings of the basis of the system. <clears throat> um, so our emotions are to be felt fully in the moment. And this is something not everyone does because a lot of us will perceive that negative emotions are a bad thing. So we'll take actions to control the conditions in order to sidestep or avoid negative emotion. And then when we do feel negative emotion, we'll block it out, you know, a lot of men are like blocking out their emotions. But Joshua is saying you must, they're meant to be felt fully. And an interesting side effect of the boot camp and of being in Joshua for a while is you start to feel better and better and better. You start to feel more joy. But when you do feel negative emotion, it's so intense, it's unbelievable. And it's like, oh my God, I don't even want this. But Joshua is saying you actually do want it, but you need not linger in it because all you have to do is get the message and then change your perspective and the negative emotion will, will, will leave. Um, highly emotional people, so everyone who's following Joshua, to my experience, is a highly emotional person. I'm highly emotional and that's good. That's a superpower. You know, this is a positive aspect. We intended to be emotional. Highly emotional people have a head start towards understanding the process compared to those who show or feel little emotion. If you're lucky enough to be blessed with an abundance of emotion uh, within you, rejoice for this is a wonderful gift. If you feel little emotion in your day-to-day -day life, try to go deeper and be more analytical regarding your feelings of emotion at any point in time. Always try to increase your awareness of the emotions as they happen. So this is, this is going a little bit forward here, but what happens is when you have an emotion, there's an intensity to it and all emotions are tied to beliefs. So positive emotions are tied to beneficial beliefs and negative emotions are tied to limiting beliefs. And the emotion by name itself points to the limiting belief. And the intensity of the emotion points to the intensity of the limiting belief. So we want to know where our beliefs are because our set of beliefs create this vibration that's being emitted to the universe and reflected in the reality we're living. Manifestation events often bring out great rushes of emotion. If you observe a manifestation event and feel great joy, success, understanding, interest, pride, love, relief, etc., your focus is on the positive aspects of that event. If you feel anger, frustration, uneasiness, apathy, or indignation as a result of a manifestation event, you're focused on the negative aspects of the event and you are resisting the message within it. It's your choice either way. It has nothing to do with the event itself, or you actually. It has only to do with your focus, right? So emotions don't define us, you know, and, and a lot of times we feel like they do. It's simply saying, hey, you're focused in this way that is not productive. It's not leading you to the manifestation of your desires. That's all it's saying. It's not saying you're a bad person. You can choose to see the positive aspects of anything or the negative aspects of anything. You're blessed with free will. 
So when someone says that life is like predestined, well, that's not true because we can choose how we perceive anything. And that is our free will. So if positive emotions feel good and negative emotions feel bad, why would you ever dwell on the negative aspects of anything and incur the wrath of a bad feeling emotion? It's because you have forgotten that this guidance system was in place when you were born. However, it's a thrill to remember it now. And what we're doing is we're remembering the importance of our emotional guidance system. All right. So it's really as simple as that. Your perspective on a subject initiates an emotion within, and that emotion is the indication of the focus, either positive or negative, and the strength of that focus. That's all that is. Isn't that interesting? And if you're not focused on anything, you're not gonna feel emotion. So a lot of times we are trying to manifest our desires and we're really focused on something because we really want something to happen to, for our desires. And if it seems like it's working out, we're going to feel positive emotion because it is working out. But when we see something happened and it seems like we're not, like we don't get a raise or we don't get a promotion or we get fired or whatever, we are so attached to this outcome we think we want, not understanding the perfection of it all. And then our indication is that we're looking at this from a limiting perspective and this is not in tune with who we really are or what we truly want. Some events seem to be intrinsically more likely to inspire positive emotions over negative emotions. That's, this too is an illusion due to your current perception point, which includes your current state of emotional being. You have the ability to choose to see the negative or positive aspects of anything. So nothing is inherently good or bad and nothing is better or worse than anything else. It's completely based in our perception of, of reality. Do you want to go, has anyone had children that have gotten married? Or is that coming up for Tracy one day? One day. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say the event is your daughter's wedding. You can choose to focus on the joyful aspects of the event or the painful aspects of the event. And you can choose to focus on both positive and negative aspects simultaneously. As the parent, you may focus on the negative aspects of the wedding, like it's expensive. No, I'm just kidding. You are, <laughs> you are losing your child to another man. You are sharing her with another family. She is moving out of your house. You'll see less of her. Her attention is now removed from you and placed on another. Each of these aspects of your focus initiates a negative emotion of some sort and intensity, right? Is you might say a wedding is a joyful moment, but that's not inherently true. It's always your perception of it. And of course you can focus on the positive aspects of the wedding. I'm going through something, not that my daughter Ruby, she's 21 and she travels, she's in Italy now. She was in Paris uh, a week ago and um, she, she may join the Peace Corps. And uh, so I really am feeling almost as if she's, you know, she, I'm feeling that loss now. And I, I'm realizing I'm so happy that she's so, um, you know, adventurous and, you know, takes on go, working through, pushing through her fear and everything. But I still feel, I try to look at the positive aspects of it, but it's kind of a loss for me as far as she already said to me the other day, mom, I'm not going to be moving home. And I was like, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. It's so yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's what they mean about, you know, finding the positive and, you know, yeah, the opposite end of that situation. Like when I joined the military, same thing. I'm sure my mother went through the same thing. Yeah, now being, yeah, got fear, you know, the loss and fear of getting hurt or, you know, whatever, but being so, oh my God, that's a great thing. You know, you're joining the military doing the worst this. thing is like, you think, God, I would hate it if she wouldn't leave my side and she would, you know, want to be with me forever. That would be horrible. But right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you got to think too, you've had 21 years of intense focus on this one human. Right. And so now where do you place your focus? Exactly. Yeah. It's like this big, <laughs> whole is opened up in your life. Yep. 
and you got to fill it with something. You know? All right. Um, okay. Your emotional guidance system was designed to help you see the positive aspects of everything and remove your attention from the negative aspects of those same things. When you focus negatively on any subject, you add it to your vibration. When you focus positively on anything, you add the positive aspects to your vibration. Since you are here to create the life of your dreams, you want to experience the good in life and to lessen the experience of anything that is unwanted. Therefore, the more good you can see, the more good you will receive. The more unwanted you notice, the more unwanted you will receive. It makes sense, doesn't it? This whole life and this whole universe is based in the law of attraction. And Joshua is pointing out that your emotional guidance system lets you know what you're attracting. Because the universe doesn't know inherently what you want. It only sees where your focus is. And that focus is the attractive mechanism. And so if we can learn to be really good focuser, focusers of what we want, we'll attract more and more and more of what we want. And if we can remove the attention to the unwanted, we'll attract less of the unwanted. But most humans go through some good stuff and some bad stuff. You know, a bit of this and a bit of that. And it's this wobbly life. And that causes you to think that controlling conditions to avoid negative emotion is the answer. And it's actually the antithesis of the answer. It is the illusion and it actually brings in more bad. And this is why people watch the news. They watch the news because it gives them some sense of control over bad things that could happen to them. Okay. So here we are on the last paragraph. Actually, let me do this one paragraph too because it's sort of interesting. Just for further clarification, let's take the example of an event that seems predisposed to one's focus on the negative aspects. You might recall seeing images of the civil rights demonstrations in the United States during the 1960s. Black and white Americans were marching for equality of their races. In certain areas of the country at the time, black Americans were treated differently than other races. During these marches, those in power would try to disperse the marches with fire hoses, attack dogs, and clubs. As you watch the events, either in person or on television, you could focus on many aspects of the event. You could see the people being brutalized and feel anger, despair, or pity. All unpleasant feeling emotions that indicate your focus of attention is squarely centered, centered on the negative aspects of the event. Or you could see the people fighting for their rights and be inspired, which is a pleasant feeling emotion. You could see how they are moving the world forward toward peace and harmony and feel gratitude for their efforts. You could look into the future and see a time when the color of skin had nothing to do with the individual and that these brave people were paving a way toward a future where a black man would even be president. And this was 2013, so there you go. Um, the events themselves are neither uh, negative nor positive. It's all neutral. The focus of your perception, that it's the focus of your perception that matters. Your emotions are indicators of your focus. Your focus attracts and adds to your vibrational signal. The law of attraction responds to your vibrational signal and your life unfolds as a result of that signal. Focus your attention more on the positive aspects of every event and you will create a more positive life experience. Focus your attention on the negative aspects of any event, and you will include those negative aspects in your vibration, and the law of attraction will show you more aspects of life that you deem negative from your perspective. It's your choice. I mean, just those two sections could radically change one's entire life. Just that, just understanding what emotions are. Yeah, that's very true. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. So that's it for this week of the Law of Attraction Book Club, all about emotions. If you haven't gotten the book already, it's a perception of reality. It's available on Amazon. And uh, it's, I don't know, it's, it's a life-changing book. It is a little deep. Did you guys think it's deep when you first read it? 
It's one of those books where you can open up to any page and read a paragraph and go, oh my God, look at this thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's also it makes a huge difference to be doing this book club because reading it, yes, it, you know, it's mind boggling, but the, the expansion with your discussions and it, it's, wow, it's such a difference. And I'm glad you decided to do this book club. Yeah, it's fun. I remember when I was first channeling it, I didn't get it at all, you know, as it's coming out. And, you know, at that time, six years ago, I had some experience with Abraham Hicks. So there was a lot in common there. But now, six years later, I see it so clearly. It makes so much sense to me. It's really fun. Now that I'm entering the seventh boot camp, <laughs> yes, it's getting clearer and clearer. And I probably do the twentieth boot camp. Yeah, it just keeps expanding. Uh, it's like getting things that I thought I got before that. Wow, now it's clear. Yeah, it's amazing. Cool. Well, thank you all for being here. Um, if you haven't already, please join the Friends of Joshua Facebook group. We list all these calls, which anyone can join. If you want to be in the book in the book club, uh, send me an email to joshuateachings at gmail.com. If you want to learn about the boot camp that we all talk about, also send me an email. And you can uh, see our other two podcasts, Joshua Live, which is me channeling Joshua Live, or the Law of Attraction book club. I'm sorry, Law of Attraction, what is it called? Round table. Round table. <laughs> I've only been doing that for four years. Yeah. And those are on iTunes or anywhere you get your podcast. So have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget about Instagram. Follow you on Instagram. Yeah, we just started doing Instagram. <laughs> we're up to 200 followers. We're, we'll we're, be at a million soon. Don't worry, babe. We're breaking the internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So thanks again for being here. And you guys have a wonderful weekend. Say goodbye to everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Thank goodbye. you. Bye. Bye. All right. That episode was a lot of fun. It really shows you how your emotions are your guidance system. There's no need to be nervous about encountering negative emotion. Just realize it's pointing out to a limiting belief. And then you can process that limiting belief. Really, the emotions are all about you know, understanding where your focus is. And so if you're focusing on, you know, something that you don't prefer, well, you're going to get a negative emotion. And if you're focusing on what you do prefer, you can get a positive emotion. So we want to change our focus and then our focus will change the emotions. So I hope the show was uh, helpful for you. And if you'd like to help us out, please leave a review or like this or subscribe to it or share it with your friends. And please visit theteachingsofjoshua.com for more information. And this book, A Perception of Reality, is available on Amazon. So have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next time.